Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever in the world you might be. I am Nicole BC, and you, you have know everything. everything. Hey, friend. This, I think I'm getting to the point in my content creation and these podcasts are going into year three. Hundred plus episodes now. Um, and I know I say I like I repeat myself over and over again, or I always like call out that I repeat myself. But I think I'm going to be repeating myself on this, and I think I'm going to start repeating myself a lot. I just went into the anti-business school to re-record everything and get ready for a 2024 launch, and this is going to be appropriate for an episode about changing plans. And plans are meant to be broken because I had a big old plan. And then I got in there and I rewatched every single video I had ever created. And I knocked my own socks off. I was like, this shit is fired. This shit is timeless. I do not need to re-record. There were a couple of videos that were like done on the fly or the lighting was really crappy. So I redid those for production issues. And by no means is the production amazing. Like this production far exceeds that. But you know what it is? It's good enough. And it's all about the content and the messaging, right? So I had a big ass plan. And it changed in the moment based on the way that I was feeling. And that, my friends, is what this episode is about. One of my most popular pieces of content that I've ever created was a little image that said plans are meant to be broken. And I don't know if this is like my four left arrows if you're into human design or my (laughs) very on spectrum (laughs) neurodivergent superpowers. I love a good plan. I can plan out years in advance. And at the exact same time that I'm doing that, I can know this is all going to change potentially immediately. But it's like, I need that both and my ego and my business mind and my strategic mind. And again, my kind of like hyper fixation on knowing what's going to happen next wants that. So does my punk rock, fuck you, artists, creative chaos, boho living, unhoused human, (laughs) like... I need to feel free. It is the most important thing to me. And so by holding both ends of this paradox and recognizing plans are designed to be broken, we create an adaptable, responsive, and I believe successful approach to everything. Now, there are some people out there breaking plans all over the place, and they are not doing it in a way that is creating success. We're going to talk about that, right? But what I want you to take away from this is how to create certainty in the uncertainty, how to gracefully, beautifully, lovingly, compassionately, supportively, safely, securely, and protected break plans. Whether that's it happening to you or you doing it to somebody else. I actually just said hi to a friend of mine and we had had plans prior to the holidays to go to a wine tasting at this estate and it was going to be really lovely. And I called her and I could hear that like frenetic, like (laughs) in her voice. Right. And this is a single mom. I think this was the week before Christmas. And she told me that she was having a big dinner party the next night and she was going to be going to our wine tasting. And then from there going to shopping and she was in the parking lot at Sam's club as well, which Sam's club is like a big box store. It's insane on a good day, let alone before the holidays, depending on where you are. And I said, you know, we can rain check. And she was like, Oh, I don't want to be a flake. You know, what's flaky is showing up and doing something you don't want to be at. 
that sucks. I'm sure you've done that a million times. I know I have. And I'm sure you've been in an experience with somebody who is doing that. And nothing makes you feel smaller or less appreciated than someone actively distracted. Someone who is stressing about wasting their time being with you. And that's not what this person was doing at all. She was genuinely excited. And, and what a lot of my people are, we, we call it time op- optimistic. <laughs> like They think they can fit it all in, right? And they want to fit it all in. I'm, I am awful at that. That's why I don't manage my own calendar. I say yes to everything because I genuinely want to do it in the moment. And then I look at my calendar and I realized I've said yes to three things that are happening at the exact same time in completely different places. (laughs) And I just can't, I haven't quite figured out yet how to triplicate myself, right? Recognize we make plans to feed our monkey mind, our ego self. That is old world business, my friends. And then we break plans in a way that is secure, safe, supported, compassionate, compelling, all of the good things, right? And it's just simply recognizing the stance that we're constantly doing. So I guarantee you success. And if you listen through to the end of this episode, you're going to figure out how. (laughs) But seriously, that's one of my favorite questions to challenge people. I call it in my level four, level five in my energetic leadership system developed by IPEC and Bruce D. Schneider. Bruce D. Schneider. I like to give credit where credit's due. Anywho, that the leap from level four, compassionate leadership to level five, inspired leadership is to challenge yourself to recognize you are guaranteed success. How would you shift in this moment? If I told you that breaking plans was the only way to find your success, how would you approach it, right? So what's the story you're telling yourself about this change? That's what we can often get caught up with and in when it feels like this is happening to us. When the change in plans is disadvantageous or potentially even harmful, I always jump to this is my fault I fucked up because that gives me a sense of control, right? Or this always happens to me. If I told you about my day yesterday, I had biblical levels of failure, like a well ran dry. I I knew that there was going to be issues, but like that was one I hadn't anticipated. And then we got a biblical level rainstorm. So trying to do anything outside, especially repair something when it's like 40 degrees and pissing down rain. Thanks. Thanks. But I just wrote, I was like, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I have a problem that there's no water and look at all of this water. That's a fun happenstance, right? What's the story you're telling yourself in the moment? What if the plans you made were the absolute best option, knowing what you knew in that moment when you made them? And now you get to revise those plans. And yes, someone might get disappointed. Someone might be upset. You can still acknowledge your changes. And I'm going to get into how sticky this can get soon, I promise. But planning is a very mundane activity. Changing plans is a very exciting activity. And I'm going to share a, the, the Mickey Four, who's created all of my podcast music, created um, and, and in, their, in their actual music career, wrote a song called Feels Great. And no. No, the song is called Changing Plans and the chorus, the only verbs, the only verbs, the only words in the whole song are feels great. (laughs) I'm going to share that song with you, but like there's nothing more delicious than canceling plans and just getting to like sit in your own energy. Anytime someone cancels plans on me, it's like a gift. They're just like, here's an extra hour or three. 
And I encourage all of my clients that I work with to actually cancel plans at incredibly last minute. And I've called a few out that have shown up in session with me and said, I don't think this is where your energy is right now. I don't think this is the best use of your time. You're not here. Let's reschedule. We have become programmed to be people pleasers. We have been programmed to think that the plan is set in stone. And that's just not true anymore. I don't know if it was ever true, but in my new world business building, plans are meant to be broken. That is hypothesizing, testing, iterating, so we can improve in every moment, right? So first and foremost, expectations. Just simply recognize them. Disappointment is a gap in unmet expectation. So you can manage expectations. You can let people know, I'm happy to pencil this in. I tend to be a pretty last minute person. I have so many people in my experience that I'll let them know what I'm doing because I love making plans. My energy needs like that channel. I also have zero hangups about being like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. And I don't even worry about if they're upset with me at this point. Recognizing there was an expectation, it was agreed upon, and now it's not being met. Is that disappointing? What if this isn't a big deal at all? That's what I've found in all of this is when I approach this, like this is a non sequitur, like, yo, I'm not feeling this anymore. I don't explain myself. I sure as shit don't apologize. I got rid of doing that a long time ago. I do apologize when something unexpected has occurred, an unagreed expectation. I do this a lot because the whole no brain to mouth filter thing. <laughs> I really hurt my friend's feelings the other day because I made a plan. I told them that I would follow up with them and then I didn't. And I do that a lot. And they got very upset with me. So rather than being like, this is not a big deal, which it's not for me, I acknowledged you're really upset right now. That is important to me. I would never want to do something that really upsets you. And I very much want to talk to you. You are super important to me. That's why I made that plan things come up. I live a pretty hectic life and I don't want to talk to you if I don't have at least an hour to catch up because it's been so long now. And I'm not, I'm, I can't, I'm, I don't want to do it with less time than that. I also don't want to do it squeezing you into something. I have every intention of calling you. I have zero intention of hurting your feelings. And I don't know when that's actually going to happen. If you're not okay with that, if that doesn't feel safe to you, if that doesn't feel like mirrored love to you, I get it. And I don't get to be friends with people who that's a struggle for. And that's, that's something I, I just have to deal with. If on a personal level, you want a lot of time and attention from me, we're probably not going to be friends because I just, I don't have that. <laughs> and I don't feel bad about that. I used to feel really bad about that. I, I think it's amazing now because when we are in connection with each other, I think you walk away from that feeling like you're the most important thing to me in the world because you are. In that moment, you 1,000% are. I, it was a non sequitur. Like, dude moved on. It was totally fine. We've had a bunch of beautiful exchanges since then. And it, it, was, it, was, it made us better friends. So simply recognizing what is happening right now. What's the story that I'm telling myself? Do I want this? Do I not want this? Why? Is this mine? Is this yours? Right? There is always a multiple choice. So what do you choose? And breaking plans, what are you choosing and why? Can you think of a time that something unexpected or crazy happened and you probably reacted in a certain way, but now reflecting back on that time, you can distinctly recall how that was a moment and it's actually what's contributed to this moment right now. And although you would have done everything ever to reverse that moment, you wouldn't undo it. 
That was a really long-winded way of saying 2020 hindsight. Everything happens for a reason, not because there's magic and what there is, but not because of that, because with 2020 hindsight, we make it so. And it is, it is a linear causal path because every step you take gets you closer to the next step or the 10th step. And it all makes sense when we look in our rearview mirror. But when you're looking forward and you can't see that desired end result yet, you don't know how you're going to get there. You don't know which step is going to connect you to the next best step that's going to get you to that thing. It can feel really fucking scary and weird and hard and confrontational. So in those moments of complete and total breakdown, ugly crying on the floor, I remind myself, you just can't see it yet. You're in the part of the story that makes it good, even though it feels like you're fucking dying. Can you sit with this a little bit longer to get to that place of the feel good to tell an amazing story on your podcast, right? So my goal is that when you finish this video, you understand not only how you feel about changing plans and why, but how you can roll with the punches, how you can bob and weave, my friend. So this doesn't just mean duck and dive. <laughs> we are going to talk about how to dance with change, how to create a graceful fight. <laughs> so you're shadow boxing, but it looks more like ballet, right? Because the real reason to change plans is to optimize in every moment to get the best out of your experience. And so this is an active and dynamic state of being. This is where taking that pause and taking that beat and proactively choosing changes everything. And why just asking yourself, is this really what I want to be doing? Do I want to be ugly crying on the floor? Hell motherfucking yeah. I did not expect this and my heart is now broken. That happened to me six times yesterday. I'm not even exaggerating. And I just got to sit there with me until I was like, okay, I think this is the right thing. Are we ready to stop crying yet? Yeah. Okay, let's go. So this will allow you to discover your unique way of responding in the moment. And what that does, my friend, is it gives you predictability. It creates that certainty in the uncertainty because now you know, this is how I respond to that. When that person crumbles in front of me, I want to pick them up and put their pieces back together and fix it. And it's not mine to do that with. And I'm going to feel wildly uncomfortable and I'm going to want to tell myself the story that this is all my fault so I can fix it because that's what I do. And instead I'm going to hold space as cheesy and fucking love and light as that sounds. What I realized is that means I'm going to trust that this person or this situation is capable of meeting my expectations, even though that's not what's happening in this moment. And that is how I empower change. So if you've ever felt like the world is happening to you or you've been a victim of circumstance, I've got something for you in this episode. The rug has been pulled out from under you. You've just landed on your ass. Your tailbone is hurting on a level that you know you're probably going to be sitting on a donut for the next couple of days, if not weeks. And it is humiliating at best and quite literally painful suffering at worst. Not only that, you're going to be reminded of this moment over and over and over again every time you move your body because of the pain that you're actually physically in. This is not some like imaginative thing that you can just like love and light away, right? So what I am going to walk you through is how that is real and true and valid and happening. And you can also continue to accept the symptoms for what they are, evidence of a thing that occurred, and also keep on keeping on. So control for me is one of 
firstly, the biggest illusions that I grapple with, but my default, which is why I want everything to be my fault. So that I'm not just like over-exaggerating. The biggest illusion that we have, that ground that you are standing upon is an illusion. And so when that rug gets pulled out from under you, we feel like I should have seen this coming. I should have been prepared for this. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, blame, shame, blah, 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 externalized, right? And ultimately, it's just simply about how we're reacting to it. So this is where you can spin your wheels and this is where you can exhaust yourself. This is where burnout starts. This is where anxiety and depression and clinical diagnoses begin, right? Is this repetitive patterning of trying to gain control. And when we recognize there is no control, that's not actually a thing. What I want is safety and security, and I can give myself that in every single moment. And I simply need to reflect on patterns of thinking and evidence-based realities that I make myself safe, even in wildly unsafe conditions. That is certainty in the uncertainty, my friend. So when you make plans, what you're doing is looking for that illusion of control. That's cool. That's why I start every single contract, every single agreement, every single plan with like, and let's just check back in with each other. It used to drive me crazy when people would like message me on the morning and be like, hey, are we still good for dot, dot, dot? It's like, well, duh. Yeah. Now I recognize maybe, I don't know. I don't know if we're still good. I'm good in this moment and you felt the need to check on me. So maybe you aren't, but it's not my job to manage your experience. So yeah. I mean, but also like until we're sitting across from each other, maybe not. I don't know. We're just going to keep on checking in with each other, right? Bake that into your plans. If you're somebody that is probably on the, the like very low end of security spectrum, create regular check-ins, schedule regular check-ins, create false deadlines, give yourself that sense of security. You need to start showing yourself, I create the security that I need. I create the check-ins that I need so that I feel safe so that I can continue to step this out. Oftentimes, our desire for security and control comes from a place of lack. I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't have the resources. I don't have the help. I don't have the skills. I don't have the confidence. I don't have the youth. I don't have the energy. Like whatever it is that we're telling ourselves, right? Now, anytime we're making plans from that place, it is clearly insecure. And let's just recognize it. Let's give ourselves this opportunity to shift and go, okay, well, those are all the can'ts. Are there any cans available? What can I do? Again, how can I create a sense of safety and security and certainty and purpose and maybe even creativity and trust and faith as we move up that energetic ladder, as we move up those energy levels, right? One of the things I remind myself, especially when I am externalizing slash judging slash blaming slash condemning somebody, which, you know, that's my default, happens almost all of the time if I don't bring awareness to it, is I remind myself the person who created those plans the person who wanted those plans to come true is just simply different now. And in that moment, nobody was lying. Everybody was, was speaking their truth, right? And now some of us have a little more awareness than others. Doesn't make us better, bad, good, worse, right or wrong. Just simply aware. Everybody is doing exactly what they need to do and saying exactly what they need to say in the moment. And honestly, people who've realized a lot of success have an innate ability to believe their own words in every moment, so much so that they make it come true. It's obnoxious. Um, it's also inspiring and amazing, right? So when I remind myself we are continually evolving in every single moment of every single day, there is no other option than plans should change. Expectations should 
change. And this applies to business and new world business building in so many thousands of fucking ways. I cannot emphasize it and over dramatizes it enough, but like, this is why your employees will quit and leave and go somewhere else. This is why your contracts and your vendors and your partnerships will not work out. This is why you'll think that the money you're getting paid or the money that you're making your pricing structures no longer recognize the value that you're worth. And here's the thing, like anytime you feel that discomfort, however you want to define it or describe it, bitterness, resentment, retribution, regret, blame, shame, blah, 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 right? Cool. That was the old way of doing things. Yes. The only constant is change. And yes, you can create certainty and uncertainty. And that certainty is your ability to find security in any given moment. So what does need your attention in this moment? I find like I'm planning 10 years out. I'm allowing the future to inform my now. I like to pretend and imagine things that have never, ever happened before. And then tell me that like, that's why I need to prepare 18 different contingency plans in this moment. Okay. There's probably something a hell of a lot more impactful I can be doing right now to actually create that security, right? Like whether it's picking up the phone and being like, give me money (laughs) or it's calling or typing or engaging with that person that upset me and like advocating for myself and just creating an opportunity to explore. Hey, like I have some unmet expectations here. What happened? I'm in the middle of that right now with somebody who is Well, we're yet to see if they're capable of recognizing expectations outside of their own without justifying their own brouhaha. I'm speaking vaguely. I don't, I guess I'm just not ready to get into this one yet. So I won't. Look at what needs your attention in this moment. I also will talk about this, like the worry tree, which is a really, just fucking Google it. It's like the most elementary example of worrying. Worrying has never actually done anything ever at all. If you are worrying, you are literally distracting yourself from doing the thing. There is nothing wrong with that. I think I said that in this episode. If you are consciously choosing distraction, that is wildly different than doom scrolling and just disassociating, right? Distraction is just permission to not do anything. That's what we need when we are healing and we are licking our wounds and we are feeling very victimized. We need to nurture ourselves. That might be the thing that needs attention. Yeah, I'm 100% going to Netflix and chill right now, my friend, because that will make me feel good. And I don't know what to do about this thing, but worrying about it will not solve that thing. Can I do something about this in this moment? No. Shift focus or create a plan when to focus on this thing. If you're in that moment, can I do something about this now? As in, I've planned to think about this now. What am I going to do? What action steps can I take? What's the first step? And that's it, my friend. Like that's all that we can ever do is one thing in this given moment, right? Learn what you feels like. (laughs) Like it truly is as simple as does this feel good? Does this feel bad? And the thing is, is like something that felt good in the past is going to feel different now. Everything that made me feel good literally up until Monday doesn't work anymore. And not that it makes me feel bad, but those energy stacking activities that I talk about, like I've gone through all of them and like, it's just neutral now. And I'm realizing as I say this, it's actually just the bare minimum, the movement and the sleep and the nutrition and the meditation and the connection and like the journaling and the like, it's just how I start my day. And it's kind of a non-negotiable. It's also like habitual. I don't, it doesn't take a lot of time or energy or effort from me because it's just like what I do. But the point being with changing plans, we're, 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 
changing needs. And well, we're not changing our needs. Our needs are changing and then we're meeting them, right? So learn what you feels like. And if you are feeling resentful or weird in any which way, ask yourself why. What's the story that you're telling yourself? So help you first. Then you get to help everybody else. I'm sharing Mickey Forrest's song with you in the show notes. Feels great. Changing plans. I always get it mixed up because in my head, it's just changing plans. Feels great. Anywho, if you are super challenged by change and you want to deep dive into how to be better with balancing, please check out this episode. Balance is a verb. But there's a super fun way to just simply play with the energy of change. So I'm going to share that episode with you as well. So it kind of depends like where you're at, how long you've been listening, how long we've been engaging with each other. But I've got, I've got all sorts of fun resources for you. They are available online at NicoleBZ.com. You can email me hello at NicoleBZ.com and I will answer all of your questions. I often create entire podcast episodes when people ask me questions that I'm currently vibing on. I'm usually doing some pretty cool stuff. I think this year, depending on when you're listening to it, this is going to be like a very crypto forward year. I do a lot of stuff in Web3 and cryptocurrencies. Noah Lampert and I are going to be hosting sort of open office hours over on his Discord, Synchronicity. You can find his Patreon and his podcast as well. I'm a big fan, obviously. That's that's my main thing right now, but there's always like new and fun and exciting things. The best way to find out about those is to get onto the loop, my newsletter. The link is in the show notes. It's a weekly-ish newsletter. I'm usually just like riffing on whatever it is that inspires me in the moment of actually writing it. It's pretty momentary. So as this content can definitely get batched, as in I made it like, I don't know, a month or two, maybe even longer ago. The loop I made like that day, pretty much within the 24 hours that it gets sent out. My goal is to make it more personal, but I don't know. I'm pretty obsessed with business, my friends. I think it's just a really cool way of playing with this experience and, and yeah, being finding your own safety, security, and certainty in this wackadoodle game that we're all playing. So I love you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Let me know what you think about my glasses. Oh, and one last, one last thing. Rate this episode. Just, just like it's finished. Just go and give me a star, write a comment. It's kind of crazy. Uh, I think I switched, pl- I didn't, I know I switched platforms, but I think that disrupts all of your ratings. So anyhow, I would really appreciate a, um, a review, even if it's bad feedback. Well, don't, don't give me a one star, <laughs> but feel free to leave your bad feedback in the comments. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if you don't like it that much, Hey, give it a five-star reaction, right? <laughs> 